0: This value equation has truly changed the way that I understand business, the way that my business currently works right now, and definitely the way that each one of my clients' businesses have changed. And there's countless ways that you can implement strategies and tactics and unique ideas for this equation. And you might not have an exact answer that comes from this podcast today. However, just knowing this concept, it will sit in the back of your head and you'll constantly think of new things, especially when you get presented a new opportunity in a world where there's so much noise and information. One podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live The strategic life. The word value gets tossed around so much in the business world, let alone entrepreneur world. You hear how you have to give value to the customers. Our values of this business is X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's uh, depending on the person you talk to or you you listen to this definition from, you'll get a different answer. And that's okay. It's totally fine to have different um, beliefs and understandings of value. However, I made this podcast here today for you. Because I wanted to share what really helped me conceptualize what value comes down to. And there's actually four principles or con, uh, constructs of value that turn into an equation. And it's called the value equation. I learned this from an incredible leader and entrepreneur. His name is... Well, actually, let me tell you first, about before I tell you his name. He's built and exited, I believe, uh, four uh, companies that did over eight figures. Uh, one of them was a uh, a gym launch business where they basically went in and helped scale gyms all around the nation. Another one was a supplement company. Another one was a SaaS company, which if you don't know SaaS, that's software as a service. So basically it's just like, think of, uh you know, like uh PayPal, that's a software as a service. And he exited them. And now all he does is give value because his new company is called acquisition.com. He's trying to, uh, really build trust with a lot of people. So when they get to about $3 million or more in their business, he wants to uh, acquire you and take you up to $30 million. And that's his next way of growing. And this incredible human, and his name is Alex Ramosi. And I highly recommend looking into his content. But when I personally learned his value equation, that, you know, he's, he's taken these concepts and these understandings and really boiled it down into this. And this is the first time I've learned this, but now I'm, teaching this, because um, that's how it should be. You know, you stand on the shoulders of giants and uh, make it into synchronicity of your own until it becomes your own. This value equation has truly changed the way that I understand business, the way that my business currently works right now, and definitely the way that each one of my clients' businesses have changed. And I recommend this podcast will be one that you're going to want to go back to and really take a lot of notes on if you haven't right now at this current moment because it's four parts of the equation and there's countless ways that you can implement strategies and tactics and unique ideas for this equation and my goal for this podcast today is to give you a lot of different examples so it could start to really uh, get your brain thinking and get your imagination going and you might not have an exact answer that comes from this podcast today however just knowing this concept it will sit in the back of your head and you'll constantly think of new things, especially when you get presented a new opportunity. And then this value equation will come to your mind and you'll think, oh, my gosh, that's actually how I should serve this client because this is what I realized in the value equation. So with that being said, let's dive into the four steps to the value equation, which I want you to think of it visually as an actual literal equation from algebra or math. Right. So there's going to be um think about as like X times y on the top, right? So literally think of an x times the y. And there's a line going under that. So it's a division equation. And then let's just have a times b under it, right? I'm just, those are just random numbers or letters, uh, numbers. But that's the equation of what it looks like because you want to amplify the top and make as minimal, uh, as close to zero on the bottom. And it all makes sense in a second. I just want to really put that vision out there. Uh, that visual and then it equals value or massive value so you have that equation and you have the equal sign value so the bigger that equation is or the more uh, optimal the equation is the more value that's literally what it comes down to so the first part of the equation is the top left on where it is the dream outcome so most of us here are like, okay, I understand the dream outcome, whether it's a product or a service or a a, a brick and mortar business or e-commerce, there's a dream outcome. Like everyone knows that, like, if you're in the fitness space, the dream outcome is people want to get fit. They want to lose the weight. They want to keep off the weight. They want to build the muscle. They want to maintain the muscle. They want to, you know, uh, feel good and look good naked while eating a vegan diet. Whatever it is, that's the dream outcome, right? If it's a financial service, it's they don't want to lose money. They want to make money. They want to, you know, uh, provide money for their family for generations to come. Those are the dream outcomes. And most of us have that already. I just wanted to bring this, uh, to the awareness because it is very, very important to not just know the dream outcome, but to get crystal clear on the dream outcome. Now, how do you do this? How do you take where you currently are and make it even more crystal clear? Now, I'm not there with you right now to give you direct answers, so I could only assume uh, I know what your business is, or I could give uh, generalized uh, assumptions that then you could take that into your own. But if your dream outcome, let's say, for example, I would just, I'll give you my own example. I'll give you my business. I was using my business a couple of years ago when I was an online trainer. So I was an online trainer. I was basically serving anyone and everyone, um, helping them get really fit. The results were great. People loved it. And I got exposed in July 2019 to the Tony Robbins world. And if you know my story on that, I went from the general admission stands of a 15,000 person arena all the way to the front rows. And I was surrounded by all these high-level entrepreneurs. And these people had money. They were traveling. They were successful in business. But I'd say about 75% of them were out of shape. Or really bad out of shape and they want it to feel fit because they go to this event of Tony Robbins, they realize they first of all need energy, but second of all, they Tony's talking about, you know, health is wealth, and if you don't have your energy, you don't have anything. You know, if you're experiencing pain and and uh and low energy and sluggishness and but you're a billionaire, you're not a billionaire. You're you're slow, sluggish, and you're in pain. And so I was there and I realized I needed to fine tune my dream outcome because the clients beforehand, I was already serving. I was helping them get their dream body like less than four hours a week, but I wasn't crystal clear on that marketing. And so the value was there, but it wasn't marketed well. You see what I mean on this? So when I got there and I started to hear these people saying, oh, you're a a trainer. Well, how does that work? And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm traveling every month and we're going to all these events and I just don't find like there's any time that I could get, you know, basically fit, which is their dream outcome. So I had to slightly switch my marketing to say, I help busy entrepreneurs because those were the people that were there and I could do it. It's not like I was pulling something out of my butt. Like I really understood that I could do this and I do it in less than four hours a week. So this is going to actually go into these other parts too, but I had to get crystal clear on this dream outcome. And I'll tell you, don't, don't skip over this. This is very, very important because I was already helping people in one way, but when I got even more specific to a even more specific niche, my business took off to a whole new level. Cause now all these people, they wanted the the VIP service. I actually made another level of my program, which was like a, a platinum VIP section with where I was. Uh, not only giving them the full-on workout plans, no matter where what hotel they were traveling to, they had it. The nutrition plans were literally, they had uh, food prep delivered to their hotel so we knew where they were, where they were going, and what foods they like and what was going to be to help them keep their fat off and and to burn fat. Uh, but also, I had it where I would travel out to their place and, and work with them for a couple days. So it was a great in-person experience, get to help them. Uh, maybe get a, a, a revitalization in their fitness, you know, really see their form is the VIP experience. That came because I got very specific with the dream outcome. I knew these people wanted to feel like VIPs. So in your demographic right now, in your business, think about what is your dream outcome of your clients? And if you know what that dream outcome is, the second question, question to ask is, how clear is that to my prospects and my clients? Especially the prospects, the people that haven't bought from you yet. How clear is that dream outcome? Because you want to expand that dream outcome. You want to get very specific. I just went from being a personal trainer or an online trainer to I help busy entrepreneurs get their dream body in less than four hours a week. I got very clear on that. So simmer on that number one dream outcome. We'll give some examples towards the end too when I go through all four of these. But the more clear and and better the dream outcome the better the outcome of the value, okay? So that's the first of the four. Most of you know this. Stay with me here because we're going to get into some really, really profound things. The second part of the equation is called the perceived likelihood of achievement. Key word here, perceived, right? Everything in this world is all about perception. It's the way that we see things. It's the narrative we play through our head. So achievement is is a science, right? There is there's a certain thing if you if you eat less food and you burn more calories, it's a science. You're going to achieve weight loss, right? But the perception is more of a psychological thing, such as you're able to alter. I wouldn't say the word manipulate, but you're able to alter the perception of them achieving it. And Alex gives a great example uh, in his book Hundred Million Dollar Math, uh, Hundred Million Dollar Math Mind. That's another thing. $100 million offers where he says, would you rather go to a surgeon if you were going to go get, let's say uh, a big surgery, where are you going to go? Are you going to go to the doctor that had 10,000 patients before you or you're the very first patient? Which one do you perceive you're going to have more achievement with, right? Or the likelihood of achieving the one that has 10,000 patients. However, what if that doctor has not shared or best express, expressed that they've worked with 10,000 patients or they've been a doc for 25 years or they've, you know, uh, done 10,000 surgeries and you're the 10,000 first? What if they haven't shown that on the website or they told you when you connected and you went in there, you wouldn't know the difference. So your perception wouldn't be as high. So right now that's actually something for you. If you are not showing the likelihood of achievement on your website, your Instagram, your social media, when you're connecting with people, if you don't know how to best express to someone within a couple words that you can show them the perception that they're going to achieve whatever you're talking about more with you, you're missing out on providing massive value. Right? So he says, of course you're going to go with the one that has done 10,000 clients. But this is interesting because there's some tactical ways that you can do this in your business. One of the ways to increase the perception of achievement is everyone knows is testimonies, right? Do you have testimonies on your page? Do you have people's uh, opinions? Do you have your people like a video? It could be like a a quote. One of the pro tips in your business, you could go implement this right now or go do an audit on your business, is you can put pre-objections of what you know your ideal avatar has, such as, I don't have the time, there's, you know, uh it's too much money, or I'm, you know, I'm pretty tight on expenses, or, uh, you know, I don't know if my wife would want to get this service, uh, or me to get this service without talking to her. You can put pre-objections in your website through the testimonies. So, when you, uh, you know, ask a Ask a client or someone to give a testimony, which is, it's, it's, you know, if you're giving a lot of value to them, then that's a good law of reciprocity there. Why wouldn't they want to uh, give back to you? So you can ask some questions. You can say, hey, you know, I'd love for you if you could just touch on these questions. I want you to free flow, but have them ask some questions. And those questions will be around the pre-objections that you normally get or the objections you normally get. So it'd be like, you know, how did you uh, overcome, uh, you know, making the decision of, of making this investment or, you know, what were your thoughts originally when you met Jake and what made you, uh you know, still go through and work with him and what was the results? Now, when they make a testimony, they are literally giving their examples of the objections in the testimony. It's very natural. It's nothing forced. And when you have people come to your site or they see your page or your brand, they are now having a higher perception of achievement with you. There's also another example. So I was working with one of my clients who uh, runs a roofing company and now they're expanding massively and they're literally just growing so much and I'm so proud of them, uh, especially on the leadership side. Leadership is everything. If you are not properly and overly communicating to your leaders, there will be a lot of conflict. And unfortunately, in the past, that was happening, but we had to change that right away, how to structure it, make them feel like they're always in control in the sense of like they have the power since they are leaders. And that ultimately makes you a better leader. So he's in this roofing company now, 99% of you, 99.5% uh, listening right now. And especially probably you listening right now uh, are not a roofer, right? Or have a business of that. However, think of this in a way with your current business, how you can make something like this. I asked him, I was like, what are some of the problems that prospects feel when they, they come to your business? Well, he was like, right away, it probably takes a lot of time. They don't know, you know, these people, maybe the first time they're getting the roof done, that's usually the toughest. After that, they know how great we are and they they, uh, re-up with us or they refer people. They said, first timers, they don't know how long this process is and it seems complicated. It seems dreadful. They don't know what the the workers are like. You know, they don't want them on the property. If they're a bunch of like, you know, like low quality people, they're a little afraid. I was like, okay. I was like, what if we increase the perception of the achievement that they can get with you, the likelihood of achievement by creating on your website. And you could also send this in your, as a PDF, uh, to emails and stuff, but you create basically uh, a game plan or a roadmap to their success. And what if we did it where from the moment they call, which you, you found out this is the person I'm talking to. You found out from one of your testimonies that The thing that stood out was they were talking to a real human right from the get go. And it wasn't someone across the country that's handling calls. And then they, you know, route you to the business, but they love that. They love talking to a real human. That's actually in the office. Now you're highlighting that as the very first step. When they call, they get answered, uh, by someone in the office. Wow. That's pretty cool. So now you're, you're setting the future pace of them talking to someone. And you make it, let's say a five, seven or 10 step process to the very last step being when you guys are talking and they're looking at the roof and they absolutely love it. And, you know, you fill it out step two, three, four, five, put the little steps in there. Whether it's like, you know, we, we do a quote. Um, we agree and we sign the contract. Um, you know, the, the roofers head their way the the following week. They do this, do that. And it really also shows that there's. No effort on their side besides signing the contract and everything else is taken care of. And by 10 steps, they realize that this process is pretty simple. They took this complicated, abstract thought of it's going to be a hassle. It could go this long. There could be a hundred different steps and you boiled that down to 10 steps. What if you did that in your business right now as you're listening to this? What if you made it a five-step process? What if you made it a, a three-step process? Or even if it's like what I love to do on emails to keep the, the perception of likelihood of achievement or keep the uh, the momentum going is at the end of emails when I'm reaching out to prospects or people that I want to speak on their stages or um, connect with them, at the end of the email, I say, hey, if this sounds like a great fit to you, uh, it will be as simple as number one. Uh, just send a simple reply back to me letting them know that you're interested. Number two is uh, pick a time here between these options. If not, we can figure out another option. So I give them some options. And number three is we have an amazing call and see how we can best serve each other. So that's how I keep it simple. So then they see the roadmap, even if it's you know not exactly um, like the full steps A to Z of the business, they have their increased likelihood of, uh, of achievement, perception of achievement because of that. So just like with the dream outcome, you want to increase the perceived likelihood of achievement. You want to make it so obvious that they have that, whether it's the testimonies, whether it's the roadmap, whether it's the simple steps, make it as simple as possible. The, the, the experience you have, all those little things add up. I'm just trying to give you the ones that I've seen, uh, really stand out. Now the third part of the equation. So this is, so now there's a line between, uh, under those two and, The bottom left of this equation is one of the most profound that I've learned in human psychology on what brings value. And it's very evident through businesses. It's very evident through just life in general. It's by decreasing time delay. So it's time delay and we want to decrease that. And what does that mean? Well, think about this. We're in a society right now where faster is better, quicker, more instant gratification. That's what people want. You know, technology is really uh, exponentially ramping that up, but that's in business. That's in results. You know, people don't want to go to the gym for 12 weeks to get six packs. They want to take the supplement. They want to put the cream on their stomach. They want to put the belt on that melts that fat away within 30 minutes, right? Because People want it. Like, our brain is so stimulated with needs and we need to get dopamine rushes and we need it now that, uh, this long-term, uh, del- or delay of gratification is, is almost non-existent anymore. And that's usually the most successful people that know long-term delayed gratification. However, we cannot build businesses on what we think reality should be like, but instead we have to build and amplify our businesses on what reality is. In the sense of we want it to be where, yeah, delayed gratification is more promising, how, but we have to make businesses and provide value on what the reality is, which people want results now. doesn't mean you have to uh, and you shouldn't do things that are immoral and uh, dis, uh, misaligned with your values, but if you stay moral, you keep your values, and you decrease the time delay, your business will go to a new level. Think about it. Why was Blockbuster truly taken out of business? It's not because they collapsed from the infrastructure within. It's because they didn't really know how to keep up with the times where people wanted things faster, they wanted it now, and they wanted to ultimately uh, have decreased time delay in their life. So Netflix came around and it allowed for people to, what? They they allowed for them to get their movies or videos right away, right? Especially online. So they didn't have to go to the store anymore to see if their movie was in. Uh, It allowed for them to also get it, instantaneously and see all the options so now their perceived likelihood of achievement of having a great night with their family or with their date or whatnot which is the dream outcome perceived likelihood achievement went up because now they have multiple options and the decreased time delay went down significantly that's why netflix took off that's why many companies take off. that's why amazon is one of the best and one of the things if you really think about amazon they are focusing yeah they want to keep the infrastructure of having all the products ready and they want to, you know, have it where they don't sell out and things like that and, and and expand, which is great. But the thing that gives massive value and what gets people excited and took them to a whole new level is when they went from three to five day shipping to same day shipping. Can you even imagine a world where you wouldn't get your products or your things that you ordered in a couple of days? That's like, it seems like decades ago if you had experienced that. But when Amazon went to same-day shipping and they found a way how to decrease time delay, that brought massive value to the business and it made them stand so far apart from every other business. That's why Amazon is the size it is. And now they're figuring out ways to have um, you know the one-click buy option where literally you click one button because they've done studies that every time you have to click through a button or go to the next page, the, the fall off rate of people, you know, committing on their order goes off. So they realize, Oh my gosh, we need to make a button that literally does this. So I, I give you this example because obviously you, you're you probably not in an e-commerce business or a, a, a you know, a technology business like that. But think about how do you decrease time delay in your business? You know, for the fitness one, when I was uh, an online trainer in the past, I had to make it very clear and also know that it could hold the truth to it. That I could help people get their dream body in less than four hours a week. So whenever I met people, I would say that I help people, I help busy entrepreneurs get their dream body in less than four hours a week. I'm hitting basically all these value points before I even knew what this was. It all made sense. I was like, Oh my gosh, that makes sense. That's why it took off the way it did with my consulting business today. I had to learn how to use the same approach, but also once again, you have to make sure you could deliver on this. Do not decrease the time delay if you don't know how to deliver. Could you imagine if they said we'll do same day shipping, but even more than 50% of the time, or even if it was more than 10% of the time, they didn't do same day shipping, that would get a lot of bad review, right? So they actually deliver on it, which is why they, they stay aligned and stay integrity with that. So for me, for my business consulting, I was like, how do I decrease time delay, but also make it where they're achieving their dream outcome, they know they could get it with me. And I was like, well, let me make it where if you don't make more money than what you invest within the time we work together, which my, my typical uh time frame is six months, because so that allows me to fully get into the business, understand it, make changes, see the results, six months. If you're a business owner, you understand six months to get a hundred plus percent ROI, that's pretty fast, impressive. And it's not just through like click funnel or adding this little thing. It's like actually fixing the bottlenecks, changing the leadership and the communication. It's like a lot of like really like long term uh, systemize things that can make a big difference. I was like, if I could do that where you're getting a hundred plus percent, or I'm basically meaning that you made your money back and more and it will onward in less than six months. I was like, that's pretty good. Eventually, hopefully I could do three months. Right. But right now I feel very confident saying six months without a doubt. That's what I said to decrease time delay. All right. So what is it in your business? Think about it right now. What can you do to decrease time delay? Now, there's also, uh, um, you know, I've talked to some businesses, especially, uh, in the real estate side where they're handling real estate and there's some things that cannot be changed on the time of delivery. Let's say the moment the contract is signed, uh, they are not able to do anything to change the, the, the time delay. It's like, let's say it's a three month process to get the parts ordered and things like that. If there's no change you could do in that, then you could go into the psychological part of it, the perception. Uh, which also helps with the likelihood of achievement, but it's also the perception of the decreased time delay. So let's say that from contract to getting the parts or getting the house built, whatever it is, let's just say it's three months, right? can't change that. You're not able to change that. You can change the perception by sending update emails, by having a... Um, a graph that shows them okay week one things are getting ordered by week four you should have this thing um you know to your doorstep or you should have this update on how this this process is going give them uh basically a future pasting expectation of what to expect because then that allows them to feel like the time delay is decreased right you could show them and say hey you know what that's gonna be a three-month journey i know it's not fun but typical standards in this industry is four to six months we're getting it there fast-paced for you. We'll keep you up to date, send you little reminders. Uh, maybe there will be something else you could add in there where if it's like a bigger, like higher service business, you can, um, you know, assign them a part-time VA to help systemize and optimize the, the paperwork, whatever it is. You could get very creative. What I'm trying to say here is start thinking about how you can decrease time delay because that is what's going to make you stand apart. Who am I as a business consultant that's going against, I wouldn't even say going against because I don't want to create competition, but that is standing up alongside people like Tony Robbins, people like Jay Abraham, people like all these other uh, business coaches and out there, you know, Bradley and you got uh, the FBI negotiator, Chris Voss and all these people that have way more recognition and, and maybe more perception of uh, perceived likelihood of achievement. How do I stand up to them? And that to be honest, I'm just being vulnerable. That was one of those questions that was going through my head that I had to reframe. it. I was like, okay, if I don't have the years and experience comparatively to them, what is one thing I could stand out to? And it's by decreasing the time delay and getting them their dream outcome quicker. Because results don't lie, right? Everything else would be great, but if you could get them results, it doesn't matter if you have one day of experience or 10 decades of experience. That's a lot of decades, 10 years of experience right? It's about getting results and being consistent at that. And that's when you get really quick. And truth be told, that's, that's the story of my life here and why I'm here with you today. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm not able to stand up to them on the uh, perceived likelihood of achievement. I could do my best to make myself stand out and show my own personal achievement of what I've created. However, the thing that's going to make me really stand apart is time delay. How, how do I do that? Well, I'm going to go in there and really just give an upfront game plan to show them that this is what's going to happen first, second and third. That's what we're going to really focus on. I understand your business because this is more of a boutique uh, business consulting. I'm in there. I see what's exactly going on. It's not just general structures. It's not just general systems and tools. And I'm going to put you with some, you know, uh, coach that knows those tools, but they don't really know how to get in there. I'm getting in there. When I get in there, we're going to get results here. We're going to get results here, here. That's how I stood out and that's how you can stand out in your business too. I don't know exactly what industry you're in or what you're doing, but I really hope this is starting to spark a lot of ideas. This is starting to spark a lot of different um, things that can work in your business. And, and if you're starting to get ideas or you have some questions, shoot me a message on Instagram at Jake Havron. Quickest way to get a hold of me, shoot me a message like, Jake, I listened to that podcast about um, the massive value. And you're so right about this, or this was something I was thinking about. What do you think about this? Like, I'm here to help you. I'm here to really, um, support you, especially if you're listening to my podcast. Like that means the world, right? So if that's happening to you, don't, don't let that slip. Reach out to me. I love to connect, but that's the decrease of time delay. Think about this podcast too. I'm trying to give you as much value. I know there's some stories, some little riffs here and there, but I really all, I create all of that to really encapsulate this dream outcome, which is, I'm listening to this podcast about massive value. Okay, well, my expectation is um I wanna learn how to do this. My perceived likelihood of achievement as well. Jake had some good other podcasts, or someone recommended this podcast, okay, it's decent. Um I've seen the reviews, the ratings, okay. Well, the time delay is I gotta cut the fluff, right? I gotta cut the fluff and get your results. And I'm not gonna keep going on this because then I'm gonna be getting, getting fluffy, but you're starting to see how this equation really plays in, in every area of your life. Now the final part of the equation. Which is just about as uh just about as important as as the time delay. It's the bottom right corner, you want to keep this as minimal as possible is the effort and sacrifice minimizing effort and sacrifice for that person to get the dream outcome, right? So you want to maximize the things they don't have to give up, meaning you make it as simple as possible and minimize the sacrifice. Make it where there is no loss, even if things go, you know, worst case scenario, making it where maybe, uh, you give them a free trial. You allow them to experience what it's like before they get the full package, making it where even if the, the investment didn't work out, they didn't lose anything. They get their money back. There's a money back refund. There's. You know what, if they don't get their, uh, you know, one of my, my guarantees is that if you don't get your results within the six months or you get your 100% ROI, the consulting and and, and uh, coaching is free until we get you those results. Because the last thing I would ever do for anyone is to leave them dry, you know, hanging dry. But I say, worst case scenario, if you don't get those results, the consulting is free. And we keep going forward until you get results and you gain it more. And I go above and beyond for my clients. Like I would literally not even, even when we get results, I'd give them a extra, right? So that that minimizes the sacrifice. So they know that no matter what, they're getting results. Even if it goes to seven months or eight months, which I've never had before, but I tell them that. Okay. So my question for you is, is what can you do in your business, your industry, your specific niche to decrease the effort they have to do? Maybe make it even more simpler, right? Make it where the the sign up process, because you might be in an industry where there's a lot of like upfront enrollment and getting them started, and everything is, uh, you know, on the back end really easy. How do you make it where that enrollment process is simpler? How do you make it where um, a lot of it is handled by you, or uh, like once again, a, a VA can help with that on their side, or they even if nothing could be changed on their effort, how do you increase the perception? of uh, it being minimal effort by saying, hey, you know what? Normally this process to get you going or to get your financial plan set up usually takes a couple of weeks and it's like fifty or seventy-five papers. You know, you don't have to like don't BS it, right? Don't don't lie. But like if you know those numbers and you say, um it still will feel like a little bit of an effort. However, we've condensed it down to where uh it's only a one week process or it's only a one hour consultation call or it's a one hour onboarding call where most times it's four hours. Now you've set the contrast, right? a lot of contrast, showing them that most times it's four hours, it's one hour for us. Comparatively, if you didn't say that, one hour would seem like a lot. All right? So a lot of this is perception. A lot of this is that psychology of showing them um, the, the pleasures and the pains of why they want to work with you. They want to avoid the pain. They want to get the pleasure or the reward, and they want it the fastest way possible. So when we really highlight these four areas of this equation. Remember the first goal is to always get crystal clear and there's always n- another layer to get crystal clear. There's always another little sub niche you could get into and don't think about going down too detailed in niching. Uh, niches are bad niche, niche, whatever you want to say, right? There's always another layer to get more crystal clear. There's always another little change in your elevator pitch or your marketing pitch. Uh, that allows for you to speak to that person because there's so much noise out there and there's so many people that claim to get the dream outcome because that's you know in a, a society of today where technology allows anyone to be anything and anywhere. uh It's easy to put those claims out there, but if you can get crystal clear on the dream outcome, that's the first thing to really focus on is how do you expand that? The second part that you also want to expand is the perceived likelihood of achievement. What are little things on your social media? If you're crushing it in business, But, and I see this for a lot of people. That's what I'm saying is if you're crushing in business, but your social media is off or you say you have this limiting belief and yes, I'm calling you out. That's it. It's a limiting belief that I don't need social media or, you know, it's not really for me. I get it. You could be crushing it if you're fine, cool. But if you want to take this to the next level and get more value, social media plays a huge, huge, huge part in your credibility of perceived likelihood of achievement. If they see, that's why it's literally called social media, it's to see how you are on a social level, especially if there's any personal or human interaction in your business, which I'm assuming 95% of you uh, listening here has some human interaction, they want to see how you are as a human. There is nothing easier to sell your likelihood of achievement and, and who you are and the, the excitement of working with you if they can go and basically, you know quote unquote, stalk you on social media and see, wow, this person is here. Oh, wow, they travel. Oh, wow, they have a family. Oh, wow. Um, you know, he's a husband or or she's a, she's a wife. Oh wow. They have kids like me. Right. And they see all this. So they're actually, uh, you're building credibility before they even talk to you. Right. But if you have literally no photos about yourself, you have a brand, um, or a social media brand that literally is all just like infographics or just all things about your product or your service and nothing personal. That that's also like kind of, uh, disempowering you as well. Just being real here. like, You need to have a little personal touch in there. And I get it. If you want to have privacy and and, and keep your personal life separate, that's fine. But if you want to be in the personal business where you have interaction with humans, you better believe social media can be used for your best benefit. It doesn't mean you have to go show your kids. It doesn't mean you have to go and show every single detail inside your house. No, there's a fine line to that, right? But that's one quick way to increase the perceived likelihood of achievement. Also, another one was that map right? Having a map of what it looks like to work with you. So when I have for people that want to work with me, and I'm just sharing this just so you can get real ideas. I'm not, you know, preaching from the mountaintop. I'm actually doing these things. So I've created an impact analysis. This is a shameless plug too. Like if you want to see your business grow, reach out to me or go to my, my website where it'll be in the show notes. Uh, but I created this thing called the impact analysis. And what this does is when you fill this out, First of all, you see the questions on there, so then you could be like, wow, this guy actually is asking great questions, so he must understand about business. Okay, let me answer them. Hope you answer them well. Uh, it takes only five to ten minutes, so I really decrease that time delay. And when you fill that out, it allows me to before you even invest a dollar, anyone invests a dollar, it allows me to create a game plan on front. So it's a lot of upfront of my time, no upfront time on yours. And I show a game plan of what we would do specific to your business, specific to your situation, specific to the 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 bottlenecks that you have. So then you can see, wow, that likelihood of achievement is very, very clear. My dream outcome of you know getting, because if you put your goals in there and you tell me your goals and I show you how to get there, your dream outcome goes way up. The time delay, you see, oh, that's going to happen in the first three months. And I'm already going to make my money back in the three months, if at least the two months. Oh, now the time delay is there. And then the effort and sacrifice, oh, we're only getting on like a 30-minute consulting call, you know, like once a week or once every other week, and we'll have time in between. But, you know, really, I just, uh, I just want to implement the little things that he says. That's the value equation. I literally built this around the value equation as you should build your business model around that as well. Just being completely upfront with you. That's exactly how I want to provide value. And if you have the intentions and the morals and the values of serving others first before serving yourself, then you're in the good. But the moment you have the intentions of serving yourself first, and it's not going to be massive value anymore, right? So the perceived likelihood of achievement—that's what we want to increase. The bottom, bottom left, time delay, decrease that. Find ways to to make it as simple as possible. If you cannot change the actual logical part of that, which means like the actual function or the the concrete part of that time delay, then work on changing the psychological part of it, which is the perception of it, right? And then the last part is the Minimizing effort and sacrifice. Make it as simple as possible. People don't want to work hard, right? Even though a lot of people do love going to the gym because they find other ways. They find that, hey, if I go to the gym, yes, it'll take me longer, but while I'm at the gym, I get more mental space. I can listen to a podcast. So they stack up all these things, which makes it that now they're, you know, getting things quicker, right? So, but most people don't want to do that. Most people want it quick and now and fast and, and as quick as possible, right? So if you're in that type of business where you could get results quicker and more effortlessly and you give them an option, maybe this will be for you to... uh This might be something speaking to someone right now, I know for sure, uh, that you have to expand your product suite, right? If you only have one product right now, that's fine, but it, there's nothing better than giving your prospect options. You always want to put them in the choice, uh, the uh the, the power to choose. So one of your products, maybe the bigger one that most times people won't buy but is like a done-for-you service, right? There's done-for-you, there's done-with-you, and done-by-you. And done-for-you is basically the least amount of effort and sacrifice, but the most amount of reward and um, and um decreased time delay. That's going to be the most expensive package, and maybe you got to add something in there. Say like, you know what, I'll have it where actually I'm going to do this, 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 and this for you, and you're not going to have to do nothing, but it's going to cost a little more. Some people want that because that is worth more value to them than having to do be it themselves because they're already busy. right? So that was just a little example. But those are the four areas of the value equation. So my question as we wrap up here is what are you going to do to implement this right away? Don't let this be just knowledge. Don't be like, Oh yeah. now I know what the value equation is, is how are you going to implement this? How are you going to make that shift? Because Just like how I made the shift with the impact analysis, just like I made the shift with the guarantee if you don't get results within six months, just like I made the shift with the dream outcome. That's what changed my business. That's what allowed me to feel like I was now capable to come on this podcast and create a podcast and allow for me to give more value because I started to understand it and started to see the results results of it. The question for you is, what is the first thing you're going to do? As you leave this podcast, one thing you can do right now and like I said, if you, have a, if you have a question on this, send me a message on Instagram. I'm very interactive. If we haven't met before, know that I'm very interactive with my people and I respect the people that uh, come along this journey with me. So if that's you, you want to reach out and that'd be amazing. So this is the value equation. Once again, shout out to Alex Ramosi for this incredible knowledge. Uh, I hope to only amplify this message uh, through what he's taught and I hope to see you providing massive value out there. As we wrap up here, um, you know, this is towards the end of it. I just want to say only if you got massive value from this podcast, only if you found that this was like an epiphany, an aha moment, one example really worked, it would mean the world to me if you could just leave a quick review, two or three sentences on the podcast app you're using. Uh, all you have to do is literally go to the podcast app, search up this podcast or what, whatnot, scroll down and you'll see like rate and review on there. And the reason why I ask that is because people do look at those reviews, just like when I go to different podcasts and I'm very particular with what I listen to, I want to see what the reviews look like. Are there a lot of reviews? What are they saying? And your review, truth be told, is going to be the one that someone sees that's going to make them say, okay, let me press play. And then they might hear this podcast right now and they will have like a whole like like blown mindset of what massive value is. And then now their business is helping more people and it's all because you left that review. And I share that out of just true integrity of saying that it really means a lot to me. I see every review. I wish I could respond to them. I don't think I may be able to, but you better believe I see that. So, and if you did leave a review, a screenshot it, send it to me. I'd love to shout, shout you out or send a message on Instagram. But that that's my one ask out of you, only if this was massive value. But until then, have a great rest of your day. Go be amazing. Go provide massive value because people do need you. And it's a disservice if you don't. And as always, go create your strategic life. I'll see you in the next episode.